welcome back to the new Bat Rankings Adventures, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist who got it all the way right for once, Ben Creighton. <laughs> with it's, me as always. It's me, your old pal Kenny Wendorski, and I'm very happy, very proud. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Great opening. I'm I'm gonna get this like like down, just down pat, just in time to to relearn it for either bat or super rankings. <laughs> or, uh, bat rankings beyond, I should say. <laughs> right. See, I'm already I'm pre messing it up. It's great. <laughs> it's you know, you're thinking ahead, man. Yeah. Outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> So speaking of thinking ahead, we're, as far as you know, recording, uh, you know, today, uh, February 5th, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's, <laughs> I had to check the date. Okay. <laughs> keep, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, you know, on this, the first bat rankings of, uh, of black history month, I think it's great that, uh, we solved racism, uh, you know, just in the last couple of weeks, uh, ever since the, ever since the giant ants from space took over, they just, they fixed it for us and, and good hey. for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we, for one, thank our new insect overlords. Yeah. Thank you very much, antlers. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. Yeah. Sure, you feast on the occasional human being uh, for your sustenance, but still, hey, racism's gone, and that's a price we're willing to pay. Yeah, they they may be cannibals, but they're colorblind cannibals, and that's what matters. <laughs> that's right. That's what we need more of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We watched Old Wounds today. Yes, we did. Yeah, I thought I had a I thought I had a segue, but I didn't, so I just launched right into it. It's fine. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new motto of 2021. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Insect overlords. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you taken your insect overlord prescribed? Uh, dose of fuck it all yet today <laughs> ah. <laughs> i mean i'm on board yeah <laughs> has has a lot fewer side effects than ssris so you know it's all good <laughs> and you know the fact that it's made from uh, from baby stem cells is just don't worry about it. fuck it it's just fuck it yeah <laughs> We open up uh, on some shadows in an alley. Somebody's getting beat up. Somebody's getting mugged, and uh, our our new our new little boy wonder, our our Tim Drake Robin, swoops into action, takes down some muggers. That's right. Uh, he's doing all this cool, impressive stuff, but one of those muggers happens to get on out, and so he is about to go into pursuit. But uh, a different masked vigilante comes in and it's not batman nope we've got nightwing doing yeah. uh doing what he does best which is uh being up the other bad guy yeah and robin kind of is like hey man i could have done that and nightwing's like yeah well coulda woulda shoulda <laughs> but she didn't <laughs> but she didn't uh yep. and man. tim tim says just about what i've been thinking ever since uh, Dick Grayson went the Nightwing route, which is, you know, you sound just like Batman. Cause he, cause he does. Nightwing is such a Batman junior. <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing's like, I'm nothing like him. Yeah. Screw and that then, guy. Yeah. Robin's like, yeah, yeah pretty much the same. <laughs> so, which I remember, I don't know about you. My mom used to 
do this to me. You sound just like your father. Yep. And so, uh, and that used to kind of get to my nerves because, you know, teenager years, I think we all kind of wanted to be uh, unique and not, not quite like our, our father figure or mother figure as it would be. Yep. But uh, no, yep. yes, wanna... I did sound just like my father. Yep. Yeah. You <laughs> so... want to be your own man. Oh man. Yeah. I was, we were not, not this past Christmas, but uh, the one before, maybe the one before that we were looking through uh, old, old family, uh, family photos. And I come across this photo of my dad when he was in like his early thirties and it was like looking into a mirror. It was eerie. Yeah. Like that's, that's me, but this photo was clearly taken in the seventies. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> I, I look at Link and he he did a facial expression where he kinda like shook his head and then he did this grin and I was like, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Uh but that's a good thing because he's a rascal and I love him. <laughs> but anyway, back to Batman. Back to Batman. <laughs> Tim wants to know why'd you guys split up anyway? You know, I asked him and and he wouldn't tell me. And so we get ourselves a nice little flashback <laughs> to uh, Dick Grayson's graduation from college, which, according to him, it had it had been coming for a long time. But this is where things really went sour. Uh, he, I mean, uh, they're doing all the names. Um, Barbara's there with Alfred. They're sitting in the stands, yep. politely clapping for every name that's announced and, uh, yep. nice, goes down the list. Nice little line from Alfred who, uh, talking about how proud he is of Dick. He says, he's like a second son, you know, that's right. And Barbara does kind of know us like, where's Bruce? Uh, it's kind of important. Why, why isn't he here? Now Alfred makes up an excuse. Ah, you couldn't make it. Blah, blah. Business. Yep. <laughs> and uh that business turned out to be pretty much on a high speed pursuit on top of a car. Yep. Punching <laughs> bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh he's on top of the hood, you get your machine gun fire, um crash, interrogation. Uh, you know, pretty cool action sequence, but your usual affair. Yep. But uh meanwhile, Dick and, and Barber are out to a fancy dinner after the graduation ceremony. She's in a slinky black dress. He's in a tux. They're doing it up high class. And Dick answers a question that I'd had. I'd, I'd been giving him grief uh, in an earlier episode. Like, Dick, who's paying for all this crime fighting? Turns out he's been paying it for it himself. He's got a trust fund from the insurance settlement when his parents died as a kid. Which... Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's that's not Batman level crime fighting money, like. <laughs> but okay, I'll go. I'll go with it for the uh, for the sake of <laughs> of expedience. It's Kroger brand crime fighting money. That, that's all. Still good money. Still gets the job done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, on this date, it's pretty much implied that these two are. You know, going to kind of go uh, the extra route. It seems like this has gone from dating to a possible, you know, romantic relationship that has some staying power. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're talking about the future. What does the future hold for a post-collegiate Dick Grayson? And he doesn't quite pop the question, but he, he says, whatever my future holds, I want to make sure you're in it. So this isn't this isn't just a casual fling. That's right. But uh, as they're about to do a kiss, uh, they, he gets a page. Hey, kids, remember pagers? 
<laughs> so a pager is like a primitive cell phone. I'm JJ, king of beepers. Call 369-2700 for your own beeper. Okay, a cell phone is like a smartphone, but you could make phone calls on it. <laughs> I always thought pagers were stupid. They are. I, it, it was always like one of those contraptions that just seemed to be the the go-between when it was just like, why don't you just get a cell phone? Like yeah. our, our mutual friend Casey, he had a pager. And so if I needed to get a hold of him, I'd have to page him and then wait patiently as he went to a pay phone to call me back. And it was just one of those things like, why don't you just get a cell phone, bro? <laughs> there was a narrow sliver of time where they made sense before cell phones were readily available. And even then they only really made sense for people like doctors who needed to be on call in case an emergency yeah. happened for just general public use. They were a status symbol for a while. And yeah, they were just dumb. <laughs> I was reading a, a Michael Crine book called a case of need. And he, it's a doctor investigating a death, uh, you know, mystery. Mm. And the, they use a pager quite often. And I'm like, man, if they were to remake this in present day, <laughs> one of those things would have to go out of there. That's but, that's a lot of movies, though. I like to I like to watch old movies and imagine how quickly all their problems would be resolved if everybody had cell phones. <laughs> oh, God, there are so many, you know, uh, film noir where they have to get to a pay phone, you know, that kind of thing. Or we got to call the cops. We got to find some place that has a phone nowadays. Boom. Check your pocket. But <laughs> you ever watch yeah. rounders pay that man his money. Just you watch that. And you notice every time anybody needs to talk to anybody, they have to physically go to where that person is <laughs> in, in New York city. No less. How much yeah. off screen time was spent stuck in traffic in this movie? <laughs> Maybe it was a script before then. And it, you know, spent several years in limbo before it finally got greenlit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it, was, it was set in the mid nineties. So yeah, it was, you know, <laughs> it it made sense. It's just crazy to watch now. Yeah. <laughs> but back to Batman. Yeah, this isn't Rounders ratings. <laughs> <laughs> and for uh, the third week in a row, number one, Rounders, and that's the entire list. Where <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're oh gosh, uh, um, so Nightwing gets a page. That's why yep. we had to do yep. all of this. Yeah, not. Uh, not Nightwing yet, though, because he That's is, right. Yeah, he's still Robin, and he gets he gets the call, or rather, he gets the page and gives Batman the call, and Batman says, "Yeah, date night's over. Get over here." And he has to make a lame excuse and leave Barbara hanging with the check. Probably, <laughs> he says he has to help somebody clear a fridge. Yep, he couldn't come up with anything better than that. Yeah, you, you've been doing this for a while, buddy. You, like, yeah, when That's... when and if we get to Batman Beyond. Terry McGinnis had had the ready-made excuse, oh, I work for Mr. Wayne, and he's a harsh taskmaster, master, and that got him out of any number of awkward social situations. Yeah. It's, anyway, yeah. moving on, uh, <laughs> Barbara kind of gives the inquisitive look, like, huh? And uh, turns out that there is a lead that we need to follow because the Joker is involved. We don't know it's the Joker yet, but there's two hired goons, and they have a watchman uh, who's yep. supposed to tell him if anybody like a cop shows up and he's like, OK, OK, why am I doing this again? And the door opens and there's the Joker yep. stuffs a hundred dollar bill in his mouth and pats his little face and says something along the lines of because it might be unhealthy for you if you didn't. 
This, yeah. this guy's being paid, but he is also being threatened. And he also right. gets a name, Connor, which that's, uh, right. that's your Chekhov's gun. Hey, this guy might be important later. Uh, he's got an accent. Yep. So British accent. And anyway, uh, the Joker's plan is to go to the space lab and steal fancy gizmos, one of which is a radar disruptor. Yep. Which I immediately thought of uh, Mount Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we doing this little thing again? Yeah, are, are we going to uh, build some laser guns into this? Or <laughs> is, is Dick going to have to do Operation Cause and Effect again? <laughs> I just watched that uh, around Christmas time. And I laugh every time. It's like, all right, cause and effect. You throw a missile at him. <laughs> so, but uh, no, this is, it's a different scheme this time. Uh, Batman and uh, Robin. I almost said Nightwing again. Yep. And Batman and Robin show up, and it's, it's you know, interesting seeing Dick Grayson Robin in in the new style of of the new Batman Adventures too. We have not seen this before, and I yeah. like it a lot. Like he looks just different enough from Batman the Animated Series Robin that he you can tell he has aged a couple of years. He doesn't look quite right in the Robin suit, which I think is mm-hmm. thematically appropriate. Yeah. Uh, but they swoop the in. Goons. There's Tommy guns. There's, yeah. there's a fight scene. There's capers. Uh, should we, should we Anthony rank these two identical tuxedo wearing mooks at this point? Now we've seen these mooks before. They've Have worked we? with the Joker several times. Uh, in fact, there was one time when he, uh, pushed one down and a, a hyena was chomping on him because he interrupted the Joker. Oh, are these the same guys? Okay. Same guys, man. Uh, I, I guess I must not have in... uh, recognized them because, uh, uh, because of the redesign. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a slight difference, but yeah, same, same mooks. All right. Well, you can look up our old episode where we ranked them already. Then, uh, <laughs> right there at, I just told you exactly tunnel, where to bro. go because uh, I keep very good records of all these things and you just didn't hear, but that's not my fault. We've got a lot more episode to go. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> so the only one who he got away, but they can pursue him is Connor. So they chase after him. Connor makes it to his apartment building where he has a family waiting for him. Uh, a boy wearing a, like a space suit and a wife. He closes the door and he says, we got to get out of here quick. Why? What's going on? Smash. In comes, uh, <laughs> in comes Robin. Almost yep. did it again. <laughs> and uh, Robin sees the little boy and the little boy's like, I'll protect you, daddy. And here comes Batman. And he breaks through a window. And Batman starts interrogating uh, Connor. And Robin don't like it. Yeah, he's Batman's roughing him up, threatening him right there, then and there in front of his family. And, and Robin's saying, dude, dude, not in front of the kid. That's not cool. And yeah. Batman's having none of it. The sooner he talks, the sooner we can leave. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so Robin says, you know what? Screw this. I'm getting. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> so he bounces out and Batman uh, was like, what? Screw you guys. It is 3.14 a.m. It's pie o'clock, Kenny. That's right. I was hoping it'd be 3.11. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go with pie day. Uh, He knocks on the door. Barbara, who is sleeping in something very Bruce Tim designed, (laughs) very, very attractive, uh, opens the door and says, oh, Dick, what's up? Want to come on in? Uh, Are we not saying phrasing anymore? 
and he's just spouting nonsense. He's really agitated. He's saying, I can't, I've had it. I can't stand him anymore. He doesn't say who, but I, I think Barb pretty much knows. (laughs) Yeah. She's asking what, what did he do? What is so wrong? And he, he can't bring himself to tell her and finally says, I, I shouldn't have come. I've got to deal with it on my own. I'm sorry. I woke you. I'm out. And Barbara's like, all right, let's do this. So she goes to Wayne Manor and asks Bruce, like, what is it between you two? What is going on? Because this isn't the first time. And Bruce, uh, he kind of looks at her and says, you like him, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Let me show you my secret. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Opens up the clock door and down to the bat cave they go. And I'm I'm curious. how How do you feel about this as a move on Bruce's part? I was thinking of the Tim Byrne Batman movie, sort of, mm-hmm. <laughs> where uh, Vicky Vale is just kind of brought downstairs, and uh, Bruce is like, oh, hey, it kind of <laughs> gave me flashbacks to that. <laughs> so, I mean, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. I think it could have been better, but it could have definitely been worse. So, so I'm thinking two things at this point. I mean, first of all, this is yet another bad look for our girl Barb, because, come on, you hadn't figured it out. Your dad figured it out. but two this is a real dick move on bruce's part and for a subtle reason because he has to be the one to tell her like the motivation at the top of his mind is dick's going through some stuff he needs somebody to talk to he can't talk to his girl because he doesn't want to let the secret go but notice that bruce's move is not hey dick I think you should let her in on the secret. It's just do it. Mm-hmm. He's well, got to the... be the one to let her in. He's got to be the one to show her. So on one level, trying to do a favor for his surrogate son, but on the other level, later on, Dick will call him manipulative. I think that's absolutely what this is. It's driving a wedge between them. It's on par with everything we've seen of Bruce, though. Bruce is always in control. Yep. And he's always the one who calls the shots. So it's it's not out of character. Oh, no, not like out of said, character a, at all. But it's just a dick move. But yeah, that's that's what Bruce Wayne does. Yeah. And uh, Alfred's there and Alfred's like, oh, Miss Gordon, I heard you've discovered our little secret. Yes, I admit it. I am Batman. Batman says, look, uh, you know, our secret. Plus, I know yours. I know you're a bad girl. Wasn't hard to figure out. You've got red hair. She has red hair. Yeah. <laughs> she actually says, how did you know? Yeah. He makes it his business to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we get the uh, the old television scramble of Rue where Joker shows up and says, hey, I got this transmitter. I'm going to destroy airplanes unless you give me $40 million. Yep. Yeah, it's uh he's going to make Gotham's airspace unsafe for air travel with his radar disruptor and It's like Die Hard 2. Batman wants Robin's backup on this and Alfred has not been able to reach him. He's not answering his pager, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's just is in a place where he can't find a telephone because that's how <laughs> pagers were back then. Yep. <laughs> um so Batman's like I'm going to go take care of this and Batgirl says you're not going alone. I'll join you. And so they zoom off into the night. Yep, we get uh, get ourselves another another fun jokery fight scene. Uh, Connor is nowhere to be seen, but uh, both of our uh, both of the other mooks are there, 
and Joker using a telescope they're on the top of this skyscraper because uh the radar disruptor needs to be at the highest point in gotham joker smacks barbara right off the building she's falling to her doom kenny that's right uh luckily nightwing swoops in because he went to the bat cave and asked alfred hey where is everybody i saw barbara's car and alfred's like yeah they they left together and he notices the batmobile's gone and he's like oh really it's <laughs> how so he goes yep. And he saves Barbara because she's a woman and needs to be saved. Yep. Another <laughs> and, uh, another bad look for our bro for our girl Barb. Don't worry, it'll happen again. <laughs> yes. Uh Nightwing says, Hey man, we we gotta talk. And Batgirl says, We can do this later. We can fight later. Right now, Batman needs our help. So they swing yep. on and up there's, there. And there's that wedge. She is already she is prioritizing Bruce's agenda above Dick's. I, I mean, think it was valid, though, because, I mean, this is the middle of a fight. Oh, yeah, not, <laughs> not wrongly, not wrongly, yeah. but just the way she puts it. He needs us right now. Yeah, not the Joker has to be stopped, but he needs us. This is, let's, let's call it what it is. This, what it is. This is a, a real love triangle. Not, not necessarily romantic between Barb and, and Batman, but it's a matter of divided loyalties. They got well, a real... The- Anakin Obi-Wan Padme thing going on here. You thunder against me. You have done that yourself. Yeah, now everybody knows each other's secrets. So there's no, you know, you could usually have the Batman knows Barbara. Barbara doesn't know anything. Now everybody knows everything. All cards are out there, so... Yep. Well, not all not all of them yet, because... So the three of them swoop into action. They take down the, the Joker pretty easily. The Joker's part in this episode is done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's one more secret. Turns out that Batman had figured out Barbara's secret identity. He had not shared it with Robin, with Dick Grayson. He only just finds out right now. And uh, Robin's like, how? How could you figure this out? Well, it's easy. And then she has red hair. And he has red hair. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't go like that. Yeah. But, well, uh, what it goes like is, is Dick fucking punches Batman in the face, tears off the Robin mask and pieces out. He quits. That's it. That's a wrap for Robin. Our Robin that we've grown to know, uh, no more. And then we flash back to the story and that's where our younger Robin, Tim Drake goes, Oh, so that's how it happened. Okay. Yep, Thanks and, for telling me. <laughs> yep, and and Tim's trying to stick up for his uh, for his father figure. Says, you know, so you know you can't forgive him. And Dick says, no, because he hasn't changed. And I'm with Dick on this one. I don't think it is any coincidence that Batman found not just Batgirl, but also Tim Drake, two newer, younger more pliable and less cynical with less experience and backbone young wards to take under his wing. He's replacing Dick. He's well, he's a controller. That's what Bruce Wayne is. And, but they find a wallet, uh, the, the people that they beat up, they had stolen a wallet wallet from somebody and Nightwing (laughs) said, Robin, God damn it. (laughs) Nightwing (laughs) picks it up and he goes, well, I'll be damned. I know who this wallet belongs to. And they go to this Wayne, you know, office building, whatever. There's a night security guard and they give him the wallet and it's Connor. 
Yep, he went legit, and he says, Mr. Wayne's so great, he gave me this job, he checks in on me, even asks how my son's doing, and... Then the bat signal shows in the sky, and our, our new young Robin and our older, wiser Nightwing swing into action. Nightwing says, yeah, I, I guess it's about time for me to, to answer the call, and thus ends Old Wounds. Mm-hmm. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yeah, it's okay. I think I, it's necessary. It I explains a lot episode. of stuff. You did? It's so good. <laughs> I thought it was okay. I... I, I, you know, I think it's a necessary episode. It's not one of my favorites, but it it puts, you know, some perspective and explains why we have a Nightwing, explains the dynamic between the dynamic duo and the new dynamic duo, which, yeah, it's pretty good. I really liked it. I think this episode had a, had a, a real tight wire act to do. Anytime you've got two of your protagonists at odds, it's it's tough to do that in such a way that and if you couldn't tell I ultimately come down more on Dick Grayson's side of this feud and in fact if I have a if I have a criticism it's that I think he forgives Bruce a little easily in the end like none of your problems with him have gone away he is still like yeah okay he's he's nice to this guy that he beat up once but also he couldn't do that in the moment he couldn't do it when it would mean that you were right and he was wrong. He had yeah. to do it on the sly because he couldn't admit to being wrong. He couldn't admit that you had a valid perspective that contradicted his. He couldn't call you up and say, you know what? God damn it, you're right. I, I'm sorry. Couldn't do any of that. And so the next time that you are right and he is wrong, it's going to be the same thing again. Mm-hmm. But that said, it's all <laughs> it's all in character. It's all of a piece. And yeah, Batman is wrong, but he's not. He doesn't entirely lose our sympathy either because he is capable of generosity. He is capable of doing the right thing. It's yeah. it's really complex for a kid show with great attention to detail. I love it. <laughs> well, let's see just how well the show holds up using some science, shall we? I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with Heck yeah, let's boot up that science machine. All right. Okay, I'm going to flip some knobs and turn some levers. Yep, uh, you know, we, we just recently upgraded the science machine with, uh, with all that good ant person tech they've been sharing with us. That's right, those ant lords, they're... They're, uh, they're ahead of us by several, several centuries, and they've got a lot of great tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know what? I like the program where, where they give us about five years' worth of tech every year. I think that's the right pace to mm-hmm. elevate our science. You can't yeah. do it all at once. You'll just confuse our tiny mammal brains. No, it'd be madness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing is timeless. No matter how quickly we advance... Kenny, let's get our lab coats on. But let's take them pantses off. <laughs> Good stuff. It's unseasonably warm right now. It's, it's 70 degrees in Tucson, and it's January. I mean, February 5th. Yep, Feb, Feb, yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
February 5th, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and right here, I've got our list of 95 episodes. I'm glad the Ant people were, were willing to check that over and just double check our science. That's now confirmed by by centuries ahead of us Ant-Man super science. So we're, mm-hmm, we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Getting your drink. Oh, getting your hair. Growing Pains, Two-Face, Cena Weevil, Hartley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Over the Edge, House and Garden, Cat and... I fucked that one up early. The Cat in the Claw, Where the Grey Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Showdown, Double Talk, Second Chance, Almost Got Him, Harlequin, Eight, Chance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I'm the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, Silicon Soul... Clock King, Heart of Steel, Time at a Joint, Harley's Holiday, Never Fear, What is Reality, Avatar, Deep Freeze, Joker's Millions, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich, Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, A Bullet for Bullock, The Lion and the Unicorns, A Tonic, Hold Comfort, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Up, and Crime Alley, On the Wings. Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Riddler's Reform, Blind as a Bat, Sins of the Father, Mean Seasons, Mudslide, Murder the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Baby Doll, Make Him Laugh, Try Off, You're a Victory, You Scratch My Back, Shadow with a Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Torch Song, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow Conspiracy, Fire from Olympus, Bane, Catwalk, Back, Girl Returns, Worry Man, Paging the Crown Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, The Ultimate Thrill, Critters, Nobody's Perfect, Holiday Nights, Love is a Croc, Animal Act, The Terrible Trio, Tear in the Sky, Cat Scratch Fever, Lock Up, Cult of the Cat, and I've Got Batman in My Basement! All right, strong finish. Whew. That's good. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you tripped at the beginning, but man, oh man, yep. did you pull it off at the end? Good stuff. It's good. Good, good stuff indeed. <laughs> All right. Random number generator wants to know: Is old wounds better or worse than number sixteen? Perchance to dream. Hmm. That's the Mad Hatter one. Yes. yes. Okay. I believe so. That's the one where Batman is in the dream world where his parents never died and okay. he's not Batman and he's going to marry Selena Kyle, all that good stuff. It's like the Matrix. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh. Hmm. I'd be inclined to give to give this one the edge. Yeah. If only because perchance to dream, well, a very strong episode did sag in the middle after we figure out it's a dream, but before literally anything else important happens. Yeah, I concur with you. Um, yeah, it's a fun episode, but this one I never got bored. Yep. Yeah, I'll concur. All right. Well, we've got a top 20 episode. <laughs> Let's see how high it can climb is... Old Wounds, better or worse than number 12, Double Talk. That's Ventriloquist? That's the Ventriloquist. Yeah, it's the one where his mooks uh, get into his head and make him think the dummy's coming back. And <laughs> I feel like I need flashcards. To... <laughs> I feel like I'm in uh, college all over again, and I'm like trying to memorize all these... I've got almost a hundred like, of them ah, now. I mean, that's, it's, it's a lot. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ventriloquist one. I would go with that one. That one's really good. I like that it has, it's one of the, it has a really nice, like unambiguously happy ending, which I appreciate. And, and it lots, had some... of, lots of good visual touches, like a very visually stylish, well done episode. Yeah, that beginning, that dream sequence where he's running on the the stairs and the stairs keep moving underneath his feet. Um, I really like that ventriloquist one. It's a very good one. All that said, 
I would still give this one the edge for just making expert use out of the ensemble. It was a big story. Yeah, it was a big story and well told. Like we, this one, uh, this one wound up, uh, wound up uh, outranking Robin's Reckoning by the transitive property. That's sitting at number seventeen, and mm-hmm. I think that's largely that was a pretty similar story, you know, falling out between Batman and Robin. But that one was stretched over two episodes, and this one told a story that was just as big, but in only 22 minutes, but never felt rushed. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. When you break it down with science, I'm okay with that. I don't really want a knife fight on that one because, you know, (laughs) I really like that ventriloquist one, but I've seen better. That's how I feel about this episode. It's it's I don't love it as much as you do, but I feel like it's a very good important episode. It's necessary. Yeah. I mean, I think I've seen better too, but I'm not sure yet because the only way to be sure is to test it with science. So let's Yeah. <laughs> let's run some more science on this. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll concur. I'll concur that <laughs> Okay. Better than, better than uh ventriloquist one. Kenny, we're about to find out if we've seen better. Okay. Is this one, Old Wounds, better or worse than number one, Growing Pains? <laughs> <laughs> I I think Growing Pains was better. I, I concur. It's, God, that, that episode was beautiful. Yeah. For the new style, the because let's face it, this new style, it's pretty different than what we're used to. And it was one of the few standouts, I think, that... I prefer the new style just for that specific episode. Yeah, I'm I'm going to concur. I it's actually closer than I would have anticipated, but just the I I think this is a more ambitious story and very well done. Growing Pains was was still a very good story, maybe not even quite as good, but that it was, that was just, it was just a masterpiece. It was it was poetry. heartbreaking too. Yeah. Robin, like at the very end, he he knows what it is to lose somebody. That's ah, tugs at the strings, man. Yeah, yeah. I I think that one stuck the landing just a little bit better with the ending. Yeah. This this one had a happy ending that I don't know if it's quite earned. And Growing Pains had a sad ending that they earned every bit mm-hmm. of. So. Yeah, I'm going to concur. Yeah. Yeah, All right. In that case, is Old Wounds better or worse than number eight, The Cat and the Claw? Now, that's interesting, because I kind of think it is. Yeah, I would tend to concur. The Cat and the Claw is strong, but it's it has a lot of good diehard stuff in it. It's It's big, it's bombastic, but... I like this smaller, more personal story. Yeah. Yeah, I'll concur on that one. All right. We've got a top 10 episode. Oh, shit. It's pretty interesting seeing how many of these TNBA episodes are managing to wait, make their way into the top 10. It's Yeah, it was not a good start for these episodes, but now we're starting to get some really good classics here. Yeah, yeah. Well, not a good start and... and Kind of a lot of not good in between. The last couple of episodes that we did before this one were not great. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right. Is Old Wounds better or worse than number four, Harley and Ivy? 
Oh, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with Harley and Ivy. That was a fun one. Those yeah. two are a great matchup. Yeah, it's 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 they're almost hard to compare. Because it really is. Their strengths are so different, but I think I'm going to concur. Harley and Ivy had a had just a sense of joy to it. Yeah. That, it was just suffused every frame. It's like somebody saying, you know, uh, compare Dumb and Dumber and, and Saving Private Ryan. I, I love both those movies, but it depends on, you know, the mood I'm in. If I want comedy <laughs> or if I want a war movie, it's completely different. Well, we'll we'll have to talk about our Jim Carrey rankings because Dumb and, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is a fine movie, but I don't know that, that it's uh, even my favorite Jim Carrey movie. Well, that would be fun. You of, and me having a Jim Carrey rankings. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> like even of that 90s era of just super dumb, silly Jim Carrey movies. I, I, It's it's the mask or, or bust as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, did I ever tell you? Well, <laughs> I, I have one of my masks is a mask mask <laughs> with a big grin uh, with the green skin and the big teeth. It's <laughs> nice alright in that case is Old Wounds better or worse than number 6 Over the Edge oh we just did that one yeah that was another this one is a pretty apples and apples comparison because both of them are they're new episodes they're about the ensemble they're about the Bat family one of the things I loved about Over the Edge was the use of digital. We finally got to see, because I've always kind of knocked digital animation, but I think this was an episode where it was placed perfectly. And that scene in which Barbara is falling off the, the building onto the car. And plus those action set pieces in the Batcave uh, against the, the cop boats, the crime-solving boats. Yep. <laughs> um, that huge fight scene against Bane. I'm going to go with Over the Edge. It's very close. I think I would be inclined to give the edge <laughs> to, old, <laughs> to old wounds, though. Just because Over the Edge, there was a middle part where it's like, okay, this is cool and this is interesting, but this is also obviously just a dream, and I want to know what happens in the real world when the dream is over. And this episode, I was I was wrapped the whole time. I I was constantly thinking through the the moral dilemma that it that it serves up. Like who's What's going on with these characters? What's motivating them? That's tough. Because I think aesthetically, or uh, visually, even musically, I think Over the Edge would win it. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. This, this episode was actually better than Saul. This was a pretty good episode visually. Yeah. Like, very strong, but yeah, Over the Edge was was definitely above and beyond in that department. And what it what it just comes down to is all with one of them having having the visuals over the other and the other one having the storytelling. I'll take the storytelling yeah. even with with visuals that aren't quite as strong. Yeah, it's always got to be brought down to character 
and story. I'm going to agree, but I'm going to put like the slightest asterisk. <laughs> I, I agree, but I it's it's a close margin, man. Very yeah. close. Absolutely. It's so close, in fact, that we have but one more decision left to make. Is this episode, Old Wounds, better or worse than number five, Demon's Quest? Oh, I'm going to go with Demon's Quest. That was sexy. That was adventurous. That was grand and, and beautiful. And the music, it was sweeping. I just, I, I, and the villain, Rachel Ghoul, was a fantastic villain voiced by uh, uh, David uh, Carson, I think. Uh, Warner? David Warner, that's right. Okay. <laughs> uh, just his voice is so theatrical and just grand. I'm going to concur with you. And again, super, super close. And I think what makes it for me is that Demon's Quest succeeds perfectly at doing what it sets out to do, which is just a grand, sweeping, classic-style, globe-trotting Lawrence of Arabia slash Indiana Jones adventure. Yeah. Whereas Old Wounds is... It's like a... A 98% out of 100 at doing what it tries to do and just held back the slightest bit by the fact that I think that ending was just a little too pat. Okay. Yeah. And against any other episode, that wouldn't, that wouldn't even be a consideration. But against Demon's Quest, it's that slimmest of margins. Yeah. All right. Marking it down. Old Wounds is the new number six, just below Demon's Quest, and just above Over the Edge. Okay. What a shakeup, man. <laughs> and and bumping the man who killed Batman out of the top ten into the oh, number eleven no! spot. Well, <laughs> hey, it's science. It's you can't fight with it. Can't fight it. Hey, you you really want to feel that knife uh, uh, go home? Guess where guess where Heart of Ice is at now? Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to know. Don't want to know. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> Heart of Ice is barely hanging on, and it is number 20. Oh, shit. God, we're going to get so much hate mail on that. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> oh. Hey, it's science, man. Yep. You can't be mad at us. Yep. Be, uh, be mad at science. Yeah. If you dare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what kind of science we're going to be doing next week. Hey, speaking of demons, Kenny, next week is The Demon Within. Okay. Do you remember this episode? Yeah, it's got an evil boy and a guy who turns into a, like a, a green uh, monster thing. Huh. Okay. I, yeah, I don't. I don't remember thing one. I'm. I was assuming with by the word demon in the title that this was a Rachel Ghoul episode, in, but Intrican, Etrican, Intrican. Oh, Etrican. Like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I do remember this episode yeah. now. Yeah. I had to think of his name. Yeah. This this should be interesting then, because Batman uh, up up to this point, this show has not done a whole lot of. Oh, well, I guess Jonah Hex would have been another named DC character making a little cameo appearance. And this would be another one. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, okay, cool. Well, yeah, should be should be interesting to see how that one shakes out. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weisky TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings, where you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can leave us a voice message and let us know whether you would prefer that we do super rankings or bat rankings beyond next. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, you can pledge one, five or ten dollars a month to help us keep the lights on, just like Matthew Grecar did. Hey! Yeah, we got a new supporter, and you know well, what that thank means. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. You get yourself a limerick. Hello, how are you? I'm Nick. Here to teach you a fun little trick. To have a good time when writing a rhyme, try writing your own limerick. You do! <laughs> <laughs> and I intentionally didn't... I could. I remembered this one in advance, but I didn't write the limerick in advance, because that's not, that's not what we're about here. No. We're about putting me on the spot. <laughs> so, all right. I'm going into my limerick place. Three weeks later. It's, 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 it's tough because I don't... I hope I'm pronouncing Grecar anywhere close to... It's G-R-E-C-A-R. That sounds like Grecar, yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There once was a man named Grecar. His mother said he would go far. But this poor old bloke was the butt of the joke. He said, ouch, walking into a bar. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey, you might have got the best one so far. <laughs> you, you know I'm stingy with my A-pluses. I'm going to give myself an A-plus for that I one. like that one a lot. <laughs> Good stuff, Matt. You got a winner here. Yeah. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you for supporting <laughs> thank you. us. Thank you to all our supporters. So thank you, everyone who listens whether it's five stars or donations or just laughing at our, our fun. Yep, but this not is what four it is. stars. It's, it's fun for us. You get nothing for four stars. Yeah. Five stars are bust. <laughs> That's right. Five stars. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. And we will see you next time for The Demon Within. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Matt.